Everybody and welcome to All Rise with a little bit of shine in the morning. Maybe in the big times. Drop a voicemail, 804-592-6160 over here. There we go, baby. Come on. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Smacky that likey. Hitty that subby. Me likey. Me likey. Me likey. 
Oh, you bet your ass I do. Good morning, everybody. I hope you got your cup of coffee in the big times. You're relaxing, having a good morning. Cup of coffee in the big time, yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. It is Monday. If you're if you're at work and your manager's looking over you and going, hey, what's what what is this guy doing over there? Say, hey, look, you over there. Shut up. Go to your office. I'm watching Pete, okay? This is what we do on Monday mornings. Nothing is more important than it. All right? Go to your friggin' office, wherever you are, your, your, your closet. Lock yourself in there and shut up. Because no one interrupts all rise, damn it. Smack you to like, like. Hitty the sub sub. That's a good cup of coffee, by the way. Avengers mug this morning. Hey, you know, I wasn't feeling, uh, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you guys this morning. I wasn't feeling too ravishing. I wasn't feeling too ravishing. I really wasn't feeling too ravishing this morning. You know, there's, there's been a bad taste left in my mouth. Ever since uh, the whole bird, uh, the, the birds shit on our heads a little bit. With the Corbin Burns thing, it, it makes me feel a little incomplete. I don't like feeling incomplete. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really do. I feel a little incomplete now because of what happened with the birds. But you know what? The hell with them. The hell with it all. And we're going to go out there and whip some ass. But anyway, guys, good morning. Good morning. King Solomon. How you doing? Smacking the like like. Ra Thompson. My brother's in the house. Anthony Garcia. What is going on? Am I guy? Kev Boogie. Gabagoo. Gabagoo. Over here. Over here. Alex. Popoff Diaz, what's going on, my guy? My guy, Popoff, let me tell you. Angelo the Cookie. Angelo the Cookie is in the chat. Michael Vita, Anthony Medina, Caleb, what's up, brother? How you doing? How you guys doing? Smack it like, like. You know the deal, the rest of it. Hit the sub sub. Artie! Artie's in the chat. Artie Buko is here, folks. Mark Smith, what's going on, my guy? Joey Bag of Donuts, oh, What's up, my guy? Jonathan, how you doing? How you doing, everybody? All right, Giovanni Ortiz. He has a little how you doing sticker in there, okay? Jimmy Hacksaw, ho! What's up, brother? Mark Smith, Derek. How's everybody doing, guys? Let's get right into today's show. Uh, not a ton of news out there, as you guys are well aware of. Um, There's not much going on. We're all kind of waiting for... Blake Snell to magically fall to the Yankees. Is that a possibility? Who the frig knows? Um, who knows if, if that's, um, that's going to really happen? I will love it. I think it would be unbelievable. It would make everybody, whether they like the move or they don't like the move, it'll make everybody out there going, we're the World Series favorites. We got to be bada bing, bada boom, leave that one alone. But... There isn't much going on. So again, guys, today is really going to be a day you guys get your voices heard. Drop a voicemail, 804-592-6160. It is all right there for you guys. We already got quite a few in here. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Um, but we will keep them going. Let's actually jump right into our first voicemail. And then we'll get into a rumor out there about a former Astro potentially joining the Yankees. We'll take a look at the Yankees bench a little bit and go from there. But let's go ahead and play the first voicemail. Hey, this is Joe Week from the Bronx. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? 
So, Yamamoto to the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Hater to the Houston assholes. Correct. Now Burns to the O's. Yep. Oh, my fellow Yankee fans, we've been had. We've been took, bamboozled, led astray, run amok. This is what the front office does. They gave us Soto to shut us up. Mm. They gave us Soto so we would shut the fuck up. Wow. And they can quietly go back to business as usual without us bitching and moaning at them all the time. That's what they did. And we're left saying, hey, we still have a very good team. I mean, look, Rodon's fat ass has been slimming down. He's going to pitch better now. And Stanton, it's the same with him. He's got a new pair of legs. He's all athletic now. I'm telling you, we've been had. It's time to wake up. This is a very good team. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Did I miss something here? I thought we were rebuilding the evil empire, not cobbling together a cute little team. That's an improvement from last year. This is not what we signed up for. And we've been led astray. Time to wake up. All right. Keep doing what you're doing. Love the show. Take it easy. Told you guys it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me, I told you. It was not just me who got the bad taste in their mouth right now. It's not. It's not just me. That Orioles move kind of, you know, it did. It kind of hit the towel. It, It punched us down a little bit. You know what I mean? We built this beautiful thing up, and then it said, hey, bam, there you go. Take that shit, would you? And this is where we are right now at the end of the day, man. You you look at, I guess the only thing is what else? I'll say this. I'll say this. Look, man. I'll say this. The Yankees got off to a start where it was December 6th, December 5th. We got Alex Verdugo and we're all going, oh, good. That's a, a nice signing. They added Doogie. What's next? And the day they got Alex Verdugo, if you guys remember, you could go back to the video. I said, damn, 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 damn. They're going to get Soto right after that. They're going to get Soto, I'm telling you. I was on with Mario. Then the rumor starts going around the Yankees aren't out on Soto. Next day, December 6th, I'm always going to remember it, Juan Soto becomes a New York Yankee. And we are all looking around at each other like, holy shit, they're really going to do it. They're really going to do it this year. The Yankees aren't playing. They're going to go all friggin' out. And then it kind of hit the brakes. And it was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to jump that gun. The fact of the matter remains, folks, and this is just real. This isn't, you know, well, are you being, uh, is Pete turning into Pete, the propagandist here? Or is Pete just being honest? I'm being honest. I'll tell you the truth. I'm not a propagandist for the Yankees. You guys know that already. Games have to be played on the field. They have to be played in the field. Last year, we entered with a rotation that I'm sitting there looking at going, holy shit, this is one of the best Yankee rotations in ages, and look how it turned out. This year, 
we see that the offense should have greatly improved. It's got to play out. We also look at that rotation and go, eh, eh. Could we have a chance to be pleasantly surprised and the rotation is good? Yeah, it's a possibility. Is there a boatload of question marks up and down this roster and red flags? Yes, there, there are. There are, no doubt. It's not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys the Yankees have not improved. They're a better club. They're, I don't think there's any denying that. I think what uh, Joey from the Bronx there is basically just trying to say is that maybe he's thinking the same way I am. That one more move, man, that, that one more starting pitcher, they're available, they're out there. We're holding on to all the prospects with the hope that they're going to be talented. Keith Law today released his top 100 prospects. Spencer Jones isn't even on it. So, again, this is, this is the type of thing I talk about a lot when it comes to how teams, how other uh, uh, um, prospect gurus view players. Other teams may not like our guys the way we assume they should. And that does happen in baseball a lot. It's happened with Anthony Volpe, who we consider, and the majority of baseball, to be fair, considered to be a top elite prospect. Few other teams out there, the Nationals and the Angels, said no. We don't view him the way you guys do. We're sitting there as fans watching the club going, how is Oswald Peraza not a starting shortstop? On some sort of club. Well, the Yankees have done everything they can to stomp out his value. So there's players out there. There's trades to be had. The New York Yankees have not committed to any of those as of right now. Will something change? Will Snell fall to the Yankees? I don't know. I do know this. The Yankees are entering 2024 better than 2023-1. Does that mean the Yankees are a World Series contender? No. Does it mean they should make the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I think they should. Does that then also mean that anybody can win? Yeah. Because this roster will not be the roster come September. We know that. Good or bad. We know there's going to be a difference. So we got to see what happens. It always has to be played on paper. That's the way it works, folks. Trust me. I'd be the first one with you guys going, you know, there is concern here, and there's no doubt about it concern. But I did learn last year, don't count your chickens before they hatch. Paper's cute. You want to look great on paper, but you want to look better on that field. And that's what the Yankees are going to have to prove very, very early this year. Let's keep the voicemails going, guys. Hey, fellas, Fast Eddie. What's going on? The GOAT. Yeah, Pete, I almost drove off the road when you asked that question. <laughs> World Series? Oh, man. I don't know. I'm thinking right now we're fighting for second place. Okay, but, fair. Uh, fair. You know, I think, we, as you know, we we got to make a couple more moves, I think. Maybe at the All-Star break or whenever the hell we mm-hmm. have to do that. Mm-hmm. We might have to add another bat or something, but... Uh, yeah, right now, nah, I can't see it. But, uh, you know, I'm just uh, watching along with everybody else, hearing their opinions, enjoying the show. 
And, uh, you know, let's, let's hope. I hope I'm wrong. I hope we're all wrong. And they are in the World Series this year. All right, boys. Have a good night. Bye. Fast Eddie, my good friend. Look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, brother. Trust me. Look, you're looking at impatient Pete. I am impatient Pete. Always have been. I always will be impatient Pete. It's who I would be. I'd be Dave Dombrowski. You are looking at Dave Dombrowski. That's the GM I would be. I'm sorry. Any, oh, I just spit on my mic. Oh, mod on me. Look at this. What a mess. My mother would smack me in the head. That's who I would be. And I don't get insulted by it. That's me as a person. That's the type of GM I would be. You give me these Yankees and I go, holy shit. Prospect gurus. How do you guys like this team? Pretty good prospect group. Great. Uh, let me look at the roster here. All right. This guy could fit there. That guy could fit there. Uh, those two guys there. Give me good reports on them. Everybody else could become available. Who's the guys we feel are going to impact this club for years to come? Those guys don't move. Yeah, give me two of them. Two of them that you really feel good about. And I'm going to hold on to those guys. Everybody else, I got no problem with moving. That's the type of GM I am. Because, look, I I do not buy into the Yankee tax bullshit, guys. I had a whole rant on this the other day. I don't care who wants to say it. You're not going to convince me of this bullshit. You're not going to convince me that there's other clubs out there that go, oh, no, 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 no. The mighty Brian Cashman and the New York Yankees are out there. They're out there and they want one of our players. Well, what does Baltimore got? Ah, yeah, take a couple of draft picks from them. But from the Yankees, we want Spencer Jones, uh, Brian Cashman's sister, and four other top prospects. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, it's bullshit, folks. I don't want to hear it. I don't believe it. You can't convince me that this is happening out there. What have the Yankees done to deserve such an honor? What have the New York Yankees done to deserve such a friggin' honor since 09? Nada. Nothing. Zero. Zip. Ugats is what they have done. The Ace Avenue, I live here in Norfolk, VA, where they have the O's affiliates. That kid Jackson Holiday might be a problem. The Yankees need one more good move. Look, bro, the Ace Avenue, brother. And you live not far from me, my guy. Um, I'll say this, and I've said this many, many friggin' times. The Orioles are a really good team. They're only going to get better. Is there a possibility some of those good players regress? There is. There's also a possibility they get better, and they just added Corbin Burns to that mix. So... I'm just saying, I'm just saying, the Yankees have work to do, and they should not prevent themselves from making moves because of, oh my God, what are we going to do about a prospect? This prospect is so elite, we can't go out there and make a move to improve our club. I think everybody around baseball, we've heard insiders say it. They like the Yankees, but they probably need to add another piece, usually a starter. Which is what I've been saying since the beginning. Get me two legit starting pitchers for that rotation. We got Luke Weaver, who I like. Don't get me wrong. He's a nice depth piece. And then they added Marcus Stroman, who at the price? Okay, cool. But get me that other guy. Will they do that? I don't know. I don't know. Let's keep the voicemails going. Hey, what's up? This is Ra Ra. 
Yo. I think the Yankees are going to wait till the All-Star break. They ain't going to sign any more players. They want to see how Judge, I mean, not Judge, Staten, DJ LeMahieu, and Rizzo, and Radon, how they do first before they spend any money. Okay. Because what happens if those guys don't work out? Then we in the same hole again. So I think the Yankees are going to wait till 2025, 26th, and 27. That's when they're going to make their moves. Ooh. Have a good one, my brother. Keep doing your thing. <clears throat> Appreciate you, brother. But that's not the Yankee way, fam. That's not the Yankee way. And that's the one. Th- and I'm not saying raw, raw. I'm not saying you're wrong because you're, you're probably not wrong. If the Yankees don't make a move now, of course, the next thing you look at is how does the team play? Who looks like what? Who is doing what? How are the prospects uh, um, um, accelerating? Are they progressing? Uh, and then you get to that deadline and you figure out what do you need? Do you need that other big starter? Does then the price come down on the guy like Dylan Cease? Is there other starters available? You look at uh, Miami. Uh, it looks like the Yankees should have been making a move with Miami for ages already, and, and that just has not happened. So who knows at the end of the day what's going to happen, but we'll figure it all out. Acevedo, my guy with the super chat. Thank you for being a friend. Clubs no cash has no creativity and ask for all. You know that that's and look, man. Maybe that is it. Maybe it is Brian Cashman. But man, oh man, there's been guys that've been around very long too. You know, you got again. I mentioned Dave Dombrowski earlier. Dombrowski's been around this game for a long friggin' time, and he's going strong. He's taking teams to the World Series. Yeah, I get it. He depletes systems every now and then, but majority of the time his team that he depletes goes to the chip. And they have a chance to win. You know, I think everybody in this chat right now, if they could see the future, and this is the hard part about this, right? Because you take risk. But you can't be scared to take a risk if you believe in what you have. If you believe in the coach. If you believe in the manager. If you believe in the staff, if you believe in the players on the field, taking a risk makes it a lot less stressful to say, maybe we give up some of these names that even we believe in to go for the goal, to go for the win, to go to hold that trophy up back in the Bronx. Maybe that's the way you go about it. You know what I mean? Maybe you do that, but we'll see. Uh, Asia Robinson, hey, Pete, why are you copying off Bad Dog with the Golden Girls intro? Uh, Asia, I'll be honest with you. You know I love my brother Bad Dog. Nobody copied off that. Trust me, I've had that for a very, very long time. That That is created. That is put on a soundboard by Pete well before anybody else. So we could take that stuff somewhere else, my guy. Trust me on that one. Let's keep the voicemails going, folks. Hey, Pete, macho king in the house. Yeah. To the underground. Through the CMBM glass, the Yankees offseason unfolds. But trash can, baboon, and fish face are a single grain of sand. In the Sahara Desert, that is macho madness. Yeah. And in Wawa, you is the light of the truth shining down upon Yankee fans. Because we now have a voice and it's all. 
Monty. Oh, yeah, baby. So the whole season boils down to signing a utility player to help carry DJ LePew's wheelchair. <laughs> and he has to share it with Rizzo standing. They take turns using it. Counting on those guys that like Francis passing up on a Golden Girls convention. And Trash can better stuck up on Ben Gay because no amount of preparation can replace what Father Time has taken. Oh, yeah! Watch out! I was waiting for that, but hold on, let me play this real quick. Comparatively speaking, you are like a grain of sand in the Sahara Desert. Yeah, and I am the entire desert. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. I love it. I love it. I love it, damn it. Let me tell you something, man. Where you are, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys right now. Could win the MVP this year, Macho King of NYYU. I'm not endorsing anybody, I promise. I am not endorsing anybody. I'm just simply saying... No doubt about it. Smacky the like, like hitting the sub sub. Very possible. It is very, very possible, as they like to say. Okay? Let's keep the voicemails going. Then we last one for now. Last one for now. Don't worry. Won't be the last one. You guys have absolutely loaded me up and down over here. But the last one from right now, and then we're going to get into some of the talk about the bench. But let's get to the next one. I think it's from our good friend, a DJ Astelio. Yeah. What up, Seminetti? You. My gringo amigo. How you doing? That's me. That's the one and only friendly neighborhood. DJ Astelio calling in again. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, Pete. How you doing? How you doing? What's up, man? What's up, Jack? How you doing? Happy Monday. Um, I'm calling in because uh, I, I saw that uh, Austin Wells and Anthony Volpe uh, at that... Uh, what you call it, the thing that they were at. Uh, they were talking about how the Yankees, uh, 2024 Yankees, are going to be a really good and uh, strong team. I really hope so, man. Uh, we, they need to perform better, not better, but good, almost better, actually, than uh, last year. Wells, Volpe, and then when the Dominguez come back, you know, he can perform really good. And then, uh, Rizzo and Stanton, they need to step up, man. DJ, if he was, uh, if he can play or if he can ball like he did in the second half of last year, I'll take it, man. At this Mm. point, I'll take it. And uh, Stanton, yeah, if he could bat 240, even 230, hit 30 bombs, 85 ribbies, and I'll be satisfied with that, too. Judge, he needs to go off, man. He needs to go off. Soto, do I even got to say what I got to say with Soto? Yeah, man. I feel like the Yankees, they could do really good. The, the rotation is what scares me. But mm. let's see, man. Let's see. Anyways, I got a joke for you, man. Have you I guys you heard about the sport quiet tennis? It's like normal tennis, but without the racket. Gotta go. You got a book. You got a book. What do you, what do you want me to tell you guys? I say this all the time about Steelio. You guys know I love this guy. He got a book, man. I mean, look, if you buy a book, you got to read the book and use the book. You got to utilize it. All right. He got a book of dad jokes. This is what this guy does. What do you want me to tell you? Can't tell him not to do this on here. He should do it. Look, quiet tennis without the racket. I mean, come on. This is a good one. This is a good one. I liked it. 
I liked it a lot, damn it. I would do that on my Vince McMahon voice, but Vince McMahon is kind of canceled, right? I like it. I like it a lot. I still love that guy too. I mean, even though he he might be he might be a little little a uh, little sick in the head, but um, anyway, I don't gotta go there. We don't gotta talk about that, right? We don't have to. We don't gotta do that. Let me just keep going. Love DJ Steelios, by the way. Anyway, but let's talk about this, guys. Yes, so there is a rumor that the New York Yankees have interest in this guy right here, Tony Kemp. Tony Kemp. He's really gone downhill over the last couple of years. That's probably why the Yankees have interest in him because that is the Yankee way. He doesn't strike out. I'll try to point out some goods here. He doesn't strike out, you know, puts the ball in play. He has good speed. He can draw a walk. He does that stuff pretty well. Other than that, if you're going to throw him pitches down Johnson, Probably not going to do too damn much with it, to be quite honest with you. Now, he's apparently training with Spencer Jones and Vanderbilt, so they're working out together quite a bit. And the Yankees are considering Tony Kemp, he is a former Astro, uh, for the bench, for the bench role. And if you go ahead and also take a look at this from Tony Kemp, he plays the outfield a bit, and he predominantly plays second base. He has a little bit of time at short, very, very, two innings. Typically, again, you got the outfield spots and you got second base. So Tony Kemp is a uh, a veteran presence on the club, potentially. Um, I really, I wouldn't look too much into this. You know, um, if he's a guy that makes the club, you know, well, let's, let's, let's take a look at that before we go any further because... Uh, Oswald Peraza does have an additional option, so he could start the year in the minors. There's a lot of different things there. Let's go ahead and take a look um, at what they currently have right now. So, again, the Yankees are loaded in catchers. They got five catchers on the 40-man. Kind of odd, but that is what they have right now. First base, we know Rizzo. This is the depth chart. Rizzo, LeMayu, Cabrera. We know those guys can all cover first base. Second base, you got Glaber, of course, LeMayu, Peraza, Cabrera. We know that already. Third base, the same deal. Shortstop, you only got Peraza there. And also Oswaldo Cabrera could play short. And then we already know the outfield is basically set. So the, the, the Yankees right now are looking for potentially another infielder to go along with. Um, on the bench, you'll have either Wells or Trevino, Trent Grisham, I'm assuming Oswaldo Cabrera. And then there, you're talking about who that last bench spot belongs to. With the idea that Waldo could basically play everywhere, maybe that's the Yankees' thought process there, is that this guy could come in, do the second base thing, could also cover the outfield, even though Oswaldo Cabrera could do the same damn thing. I'll be honest with you, I know he might get a starting gig, but Gio Urshela, to me, would make more sense than even he would just because Gio could be a presence, and I'm going to keep it real with you guys. Oswald Peraza would make more sense than even Tony Kemp would, and I am not a fan of Oswald Peraza just going ahead and getting a utility role, but let me tell you this. With what the Yankees have already done with that kid, would it shock anybody? That that's that's all I'm saying. I mean, would it would it really shock anybody 
if the Yankees just said, ah, yeah, go ahead, Oswald Peraza, be on the bench. He's going to be on the team. Let him be on the bench. Who the frig knows? I like Gio. Look, he had a, I think he had some sort of hip surgery. We know sometimes that could really mess up your mobility, the, 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 your, 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 the, how flexible you become. I like him because he could play third. He could play first. He could play a little bit of short. He looked good there in a in a pinch. But you got Oswaldo uh, Cabrera, who can also play shortstop. Um, he's also a guy that can maybe push DJ LeMayu a little bit, give him days off. You could really split time at third base very well if you added a guy like Gio Urshela. That's why I like him more. Tony Kemp isn't playing over anybody. You know what I mean? He's not one of those guys playing over everybody. Um, but uh, Peraza, Peraza is a guy who uh, you guys know I really like. I've just lost faith in the New York Yankees on how they're utilizing him. Um, he had a fractured pelvis. Holy shit. But that's where I am right now when it comes to him. Is like I'm just I just feel like I'm lost with this guy, man. I feel like I'm completely lost with uh, Peraza. I mean, with the way the Yankees utilize him. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we got a super chat from DJ Astelio. Let's dance. I'm moving so fast there. You it barely looks like I'm moving. DJ Steele says, who called in with that tennis joke? That was a good one. Quiet tennis. Tennis without the racket. Hey, what's up, chat? I love it. I love it. I thought it was a good one. I thought it was a good one. Look, sometimes I'm going to say DJ Steele is not a good one. This was a good one. Let's get back to the voicemails, guys. Keep it going. Yo, Pete. Jimmy Hacksaw. Hello. What's up, dude? Well, here's my question of the day. Okay. When will it get to the point... That Blake Snell is going to go, yo, Boris, I want to fucking play ball, bro. You know, I don't want to sit out, wait a couple months. You know, your arm's not ready. You know, anybody that's ever done that, their their season sucks usually, even if you're pitching mm. bullpen sessions or whatever. Mm. But, I mean, at this point, you know, what would it take to do a one-year deal? Like, obviously, none of these guys that want big money want one-year deals. But maybe the pitching, you know, I don't know, financial, you know, grouping next year would be better than it is right now. It'll get done sooner. Um, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't have this dipshit as my, as my agent, but that's just me. I mean, he causes all these issues, man. And, um, I don't know. I just want to see what you think, B. I mean, the guy's still out there. That means nobody's giving him what he wants or he doesn't want yeah. to go to places that people are giving him what he wants. So once it comes to the point where he just goes, yo, I'm going to take a one-year deal, go with the Yankees. I'm going to pitch with my boys, and we'll see what happens next year. What do you think, bud? Have a good one. Bye. Jimmy Hacksaw, look, man, I think that's the question almost everybody is asking. Um, there got to come, there has to come a point where potentially Snell says, no, 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 enough is enough. You know, it's obvious here. Look, based off of what we know, and we don't know everything in the camp. We don't know what conversations there has been. We don't know if they feel like a team is kind of just saying, hey, give us a second. You know, we're deciding on what we're going to do here. Look, man, all the big free agents remaining are all Scott Boris guys. I feel like, and I know Kevin, everybody get a joke of me saying this, I feel like he overshot his load here, to be quite honest with you, to put it in the most plain terms as I can. 
He's sitting there talking about, I got Chapman out there. I got Bellinger out there. I got Montgomery out there. And I got Blake Snell out there. These are four of the top guys to start the offseason. They're still available, guys. It is February 5th. We are nine days away from pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training. And they're still out there. So I'll say this. I still have hope. And label me Optimistic Pete on this one. But I have hope that there's a chance that the New York Yankees can, can land Blake Snell still. They wanted him. They offered $150 million. We know that is a confirmed offer. They wanted a guy. Would they be willing to go, hey, if this is a guy that we've all agreed on, Let's 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 work something else out. And look, Hacksaw, maybe he would be willing to go, look, I believe in myself. I just want to Cy Young. If I could get one more year, if I have a pretty solid season, somebody's gonna lock him up. Somebody's gonna say, throw money at him, throw money at him, take bring him in. He's not cut this shit, folks. That oh my god, he's old, nobody's gonna give him money. Bullshit. Bullshit. That that's that that's been. That has been debunked. If you're good, even if you're older, you're going to get paid, folks. It's happened before to happen again. We know that. Anybody saying that's not the case, you're wrong. You know that's wrong. Blake Snell could come out, have a solid year. Somebody could give him a four or five-year deal, 30-plus million a year, easy, like it's nothing. If he wants to opt out after one, sign me the hell up. I'm okay with that. It, going back to what Joey from the Bronx said earlier, he's right. He's right. After the Soto move, we're all sitting there going, oh, what's next? Here we go. There's going to be a Glaber deal, this trade, that trade. They're going to sign Snell. Oh, they're going all in, baby. We're going to have an all-star club everywhere. And then it kind of just went, go to, take a nap. Take a nap, nap. Time for nap, nap. And this is where we are. Got a couple of super chats that will keep the voicemails a-going. Justin Foley says Yankees have completely butchered Oswald Peraza. You're not wrong, my guy. Jonathan, my guy with the super-duper-ooper chat. Trade Peraza and Pereira. Giants, Mariners. What could they get? Give these kids a chance as as they are blocked. Trade them. And look, man, that's when you go back to the question I asked earlier. How valued are these guys? That is the problem. Where is their value? Somebody, there was a rumor a couple of days ago that the Marlins may consider trading. um, Oh, man. Hold on. Now, I hate when this happens. I forgot his damn name. Tanner Scott. Tanner Scott, their closer. Tanner Scott is a guy that I've had my eyes on for a while when he was back in Baltimore. And he's also one of those guys that have tremendous stuff. He was a bit wild, but then he he really put it together. So there was a rumor that they were willing to make a deal for Tanner Scott, potentially for Oswald Peraza. Now, if you pull up Tanner Scott's numbers, Tanner Scott... Got great stuff, man. Um, he even improved his walks. That that is something that you have to keep an eye on. 
his walks have re- he've re- he's really gained control of this. You're looking at one of the best relief pitchers in Major League Baseball last year based off pure stuff. That's what he has. There was a rumor that they would do potentially Peraza for Scott straight up. I'll be honest with you, I don't believe that. I feel like if that is on the table, you almost have to bite at this point. And I really like Peraza. And I I, I want people to understand this. When I say you really have to bite to trade Peraza for a reliever, at this point, it's just because of the Yankees. It's not because of the player. I love the player. I don't believe the Yankees are ever going to give that kid a legitimate chance. And maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe come May, he's the starting third baseman. And he's really hitting well and he looks good. Maybe that's the case. But I can't sit here and go, I wouldn't make that deal right now just because of how the New York Yankees have handled this kid. That's what I think. Let's keep the voice mess going, guys. Good morning, Pete. Gene. Gene. Hope you and everyone at NYYU is well. And the only real thought I have uh, with all this talk of this new trade and these little subpar guys, um, I just was thinking if it becomes more and more obvious they're not going to get a, uh, a number two pitcher, starting pitcher in there, that I was hearing so much uh, good of Warren amongst you and Dane uh, in your chat that I was thinking uh, with all the ifs we have in the rotation, if either Schmidt or Nestor can go back to the bullpen and Warren uh, can become that fifth pitcher or, you know, what or- whatever order they want to, would put Warren in, uh, I'm guessing it would be the fifth. But I would really not only love to see him in action, I would like to see uh, him not being a sometimes in rotation or replacement if someone, one of them go on the IL. I'd like to see him be a, a fixture of the rotation. Anyway, That's about all I've been really pondering. And uh, I wish you all to have a really look forward to hearing hearing the all rise uh, today. And stay well. Bye. Thank you so much, Gene. Always nice to hear from you. Uh, One of the other things that I also wanted to bring up here, uh, going back to talking about Yankee prospects and value, I mentioned this earlier in the show. I'll mention it again. There's a lot of people that have been very critical about the Yankees system and feel that um, the New York Yankees overhype their prospects. And and they have done this before in the past. Now, Keith Law is a guy that I'll be honest with you, I've I've personally never been a big fan of. He has been right about some some of the Yankee prospects, if I remember, over the years. Um, he always said that he thinks Estevan Floriel is a fourth outfield and never be a starter. I remember that. He also said, and I agreed with this one too, and I was telling people this. You go back to the videos on this one. Um, what's his face? De- Devi Garcia 
was not a starting pitcher. He was a reliever. I was telling people the same exact thing. He's 100% correct on that. And the last thing is when it comes to um uh when it comes to that is he does not have Spencer Jones. He doesn't have Spencer Jones on his list of top 100 prospects. So, we'll see. And the Yankees have made a trade with the Dodgers. Let me go ahead and get this pulled up, guys. Give me one second. Caleb Ferguson. The Yankees have made a trade with the Dodgers. They pick up left-handed pitcher Caleb Ferguson. Now we're going to see what the deal actually was um, overall. If you guys give me a second, we're going to take a look. Um, and let me actually quote, tweet. Matter of fact, if the beautiful, lovely, wonderful fiance is listening, I shouldn't even have to say that because she is. Uh, go ahead and tweet out that we are discussing the Caleb Ferguson trade right now. Um, I'll be honest with you guys, off the top of my head, I do not know much about Caleb Ferguson. We are going to get into this. Rod Thompson with the Super Chat says, your boy is back in the building. Two weeks post-op, and I'm out of a splint beginning to wait uh, to wait bear. Yankees need to go for it today because there is no tomorrow. R.I.P. Carl Weathers, no doubt about it, the GOAT. Carl Weathers passed away far too early, far too early. Let's go ahead and pop this one on the screen right here, guys. This is Caleb Ferguson. He is 27 years old. He has started games, um, typically comes out of the bullpen, but he has also started games uh, for the Dodgers. So you look at his overall numbers there, not terrible. There, there is nothing I'm too concerned about here. 3-4-3 three, three ERA when 7-4. 68 games last year, 60 innings, 70 strikeouts. Very nice. Not bad at all. Yankees add another reliever to the mix. Again, I'll, I would love to see who the Yankees gave up for him. I guess we're going to find that out here pretty soon. Um, as we hear more, we'll see. I could see it being for a catcher. That's a good call, Yankees judge. That's a very good call. Yankees have a lot of catchers on that 40-man um, and we are waiting now to get news on that if it was due to um, a possible uh, a possible trade of a catcher. Uh, Caleb Ferguson, let me look into this a little more, guys. Give me a second. Let's see how many years um, he would still have of control. I want to say it's a couple of years, maybe not too many, maybe two years of control left. Let's see. Earliest he'll be a free agent is 2025, so it's actually coming up. He could be a free agent basically almost immediately. But if you look at his career, he's really been a guy who has pitched out of the pen. Seven games started was the most he's ever had. That was last year. And again, I mean, career numbers not bad. A career 343 ERA and 200 innings, 247 strikeouts. He strikes batters out, things the Yankees like. Uh, potentially another guy out the bullpen for the Yankees, another lefty, which is kind of strange because they got Matt Gage, they got Gonzalez, and now they got Caleb Ferguson, um, who was the guy that me and Dane were talking about when there was the rumor that they had a trade made in the Trey Sweeney deal. So we'll see. Um, I don't see anything yet. We'll wait and see on that if there is uh, potentially a move to be made there. Let me retweet this one second.
Um, so again, you look at the stuff, he's averaging about 96 miles an hour on his fastball, got a good cutter, got a slider, all things that New York Yankees like. Um, he is an above average fastball right there at average, maybe slightly above when it comes to the cutter. And then his sliders is a bit below average when it comes to the, to the typical major leaguer. Uh, that's, that's basically talking about velo overall, but six foot three, two twenty six, big pitcher's body. Um, not, not a bad move for the Yankees. Again, unfortunately it's not a, you know, a potential starter move. Maybe that's still coming. We'll see. Yankees obviously had the clear spots on their, um, on their roster overall, especially with, with, um, with catchers. So we'll see if that's the case. Uh, MLB pipeline is taking a look at it. Nothing there. This is from Brian Hoke. Ferguson, a 27-year-old reliever, had a 343 ERA in 201 career games with the Dodgers from 2018 to 2023. And again, guys, he has started before. Typically, he comes out of the bullpen. He's typically not starting. So I wouldn't be too concerned about that. We don't know who what the move was for yet. The Yankees have Matt Gage now. They got Victor Gonzalez, and they got... Um, Caleb Ferguson now. So that's three relievers, probably for two spots. I don't know. Caleb Ferguson likely wouldn't have options, I don't believe, uh, with how much time he's had in the majors and how many years. Matt Gage, I think, does. And I believe that Gonzalez may also have options left. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But not all three of those guys would be in the Yankees' bullpen. Caleb Ferguson probably has a really good shot of being in that pen. So depending on however the Yankees want to go with that, that's how they would go. Uh, let me refresh this one second. Let's see what we got. We do got more voicemails. Let's keep them going as we see if we understand who the trade was actually for. Here's our guy, Joey Bagadona's a wee. Hey, yo, Pete. How you doing? Joey Bagadona's over. Hey. I've seen a bunch of people say, oh, well, you know, they, they dealt Burns. Now let's go get uh, Devin Williams. I think his name is first name is Devin. But Williams, yeah. the closer over there. You know, listen, I, I've heard it from a few different people out there. I mean, uh, from a few of your guys. So I, I believe it. I believe it's true. But that Milwaukee's owner hates the Yankees. The Yankees never were going to get Corbin Burns for the same price that the Orioles got it for. It was, it was they, they were asking for the moon for Corbin Burns. Spencer Jones, Roger Garayas. Uh, and I think it was Hill or, or Warren or, or that's, I mean, that's, that's a big price tag compared to what they got from what I've heard. Is it true? Thanks to be seen, but I heard the ask was three of our top guys and they ended up with a trash can and a, and a, and a street vendor from the Orioles for them. So, I mean, I just, uh, I don't see them making any moves with Milwaukee. I could be wrong, but. I think Milwaukee's owner has a vendetta against Mr. Steinbrenner. Appreciate it, Joey. Bag of donuts over. Yeah, I mean, look, that's a that's a lot of rumor stuff. And I'll be honest with you, man. I feel like a lot of thing a lot of fans put stuff like that like that out there because of oh my God, you know, we didn't get them. So there had to be a reason. And Look, I, I don't know if they asked for Spencer Jones. I don't know if they asked for Roderick Arias. I, I I don't know all that. I honestly I tend to not believe that. I, I tend to not I tend not to believe that. I'm sorry. Um 
I, I don't believe you go from the Baltimore Orioles who have a ton of prospects and you go, yeah, we'll have this little ask with you guys and not get great things back. And then we're just going to go ahead and say, yeah, no problem. We'll go ahead and just uh, take all this uh, talk, take, ask for all this shit from the Yankees. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. The Yankees are indeed sending two prospects to the Dodgers. We'll see who those names are. If I had to guess, it, it's probably going to be one of our catchers, but we'll see. I think it's going to be one of our catchers plus. Um, it would be nice to know the names. Hopefully we get that pretty soon. Last time we had this type of situation, we didn't find out for a whole damn day. So who the hell really knows? We'll wait and see. But as we wait, let's continue on with the voice of males. Let's keep it going. Yeah, this is Mark from Idaho. And uh, I don't usually call. I usually just uh, listen, watch the comments. I see a lot of Yankee fans just getting really worried. Like, relax a little bit. Mm. Our offense is potent. We've literally scored Excellent. one to two runs a game last year. Now we're looking at four to five runs a game. We used to lose games last year two to one. Somebody hit a bomb in the eighth or ninth inning, and it was over. Like, mm. we we couldn't answer. Our bullpen's fine. I feel like if we're going to add a starting pitcher, we need to be creative. We need to look out there. Yeah, Cease is great. Lazardo, but there's a lot of other guys out there that if we get creative, if we're going to give up the farm, let's give up the farm for somebody good. I see a lot of weird stuff going on in Seattle. Go out there, trade the farm, and get Castillo. Like, literally. We wanted him for a while. He's proven. He's nasty. You put him and Sly Castillo in that lineup, we're World Series bound. There's no doubt. So, you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, let's keep the voicemails going. And it looks like, according to Joel Sherman, haven't been told the names of the prospects, but they described to me as a faraway prospect who has pitched in the Dominican Summer League the past few years and a quadruple A type pitcher. So we could find out who that is. Is it uh, Yankees giving up on uh, Ronnie Marinaccio, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, we'll see. We'll see who it is. I don't think they should give up on Ron Marinaccio. The guy got good stuff. I'm not saying it's him, but we're going to find out. Hope Maybe we'll find out who it is uh, before we wrap this show up today. But as of right now, it looks like we have a little bit of understanding of who it could be. Now we're just waiting for um, the news of what it actually is. Uh, let's keep the voicemails going with our guy Nelson from the Bronx. Yeah, what's up, Pete? This is Nelson from the Bronx. Nelly! Nah, but for me, the offseason was a B grade, you know. I like the Soto move. I like okay. the Verdugo move. I like the Stroman move, you know. But from my point of view, it, it, it could be a B plus if they would have went out there and signed a, a, a reliever, you know. To let all those relievers go like that and not sign one, I understand not signing Peralta because he got a four-year deal. You don't want to give a reliever that kind of long. But you could have gone and got Middleton for at least a year or two. He did good for us. You know, there was other relievers. I know they claim Matt Gage or for waivers, but you don't know, you don't know what he's going to be. But to allow those, all those relievers to go and not even just get one. You had to claim one off the waiver line. That kind of 
tells you what kind of grade level you give the Yankees for this offseason. I like the Soto move. I do. But from my point of view, you just can't make Soto the only one. And they did that, not making him the only one. They got Verdugo and they got Stormer. But then after that, what else? Luke Weaver, who may not be, you know, the same guy at, at the three starts of last season. So, yeah. For me, be great. But hey, listen, I still love your show, man. I appreciate your show, bro. Take care, much love. But the Yankees need to. I'm going to be like this for the future. Boom got to go, and most likely this is probably going to be Cash's last run as a Yankee. Oh, if the, if he stays, he has to win the World Series. Peace out, man. Appreciate you, my guy. Guys, do me a favor. Smack it that likey. Me likey. Uh, it looks like here, we don't have it yet, but here's a good little um, a good little nugget here on Ferguson. He has a 284 ERA and 105 appearances since the start of 2022. So that is is pretty damn solid. That's 95 innings pitched, a 284 ERA. So it looks like they are indeed bringing on somebody who has been effective out the bullpen much more so than as a starting pitcher. So again, to me, this is a guy that needs to relax and 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 put this guy in the bullpen. Just let him do that, and that's it, and that's it, and just leave it alone. Um, I'm trying to see who the actual names are. We don't have that yet. As we wait, we will go ahead and continue on with the voicemails. Uh, let's see who we have here. Here we go. You know what I think, uh, you know what I believe, uh, you know what I want. Uh, can't wait for the season to start, to tell you the truth. A lot of people worried about the Orioles. I'm not worried about the Orioles at all, to tell you the truth. I strongly believe that the Yankees are going to win the division this year. At least 101 mm. wins. I'm not worried Damn. about the Baltimore Orioles at all. Can't wait for the season to start. Let's go. And the Yankees add the Yankees add 19 wins. I mean, it's possible. Don't get me wrong. Um, it is it is very very possible, no doubt about it. So um, you never again. Look, man, I said that earlier, bro. I was like, you know, games got to be played on the field. You can't just look at the paper and go, well, what's going to happen? We'll figure it out. You, you gotta you gotta lock it in, man. Um, and and figure out what this team looks like on the field. It's that it's that it's that basic. It's that easy. They gotta get it done on the field. That's it. Let's keep the voicemails going, guys, and then we'll get ready to wrap up today's show. But we are waiting for the actual um announcement on who the Yankees sent over. It's apparently two guys. I don't think it's not gonna be any name. I think that really gets anybody aggravated, by the way. Fifty percent ground ball rate for Ferguson. Matt Blake is drooling. Also, Kev is also drooling, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Let's get to the next voicemail. Hey, this uh, Bert, I've been watching the show for a while. It's been so informative and awesome to watch. Uh, I, I'm trying to just figure out, you know, with the Yankees knowing that they're hitting in the playoffs has been the problem. And they, and they filled that out with Juan Soto, and they've gotten themselves a Verdugo, whether you're happy or not. You know, what have they been doing? These, you know, you see the Orioles. What did the uh, Yankees offer that the Brewers said no? And suddenly the Orioles were like, hey, here's our deal. And they were like, yeah, I, I think the Yankees could have matched that deal. And now that that's through as well, 
What do they plan on doing about pitching? Is, is a Snell going to go down eventually? Is uh, somebody else going to, that we're not expecting going to show up? It's going to be really complicating because of the fact that the Yankees and the prospects, I feel like other teams don't value them the same way. So how do you go about this? It is awesome to watch you all the time. And uh, hopefully this uh, can be answered. Yeah, man, look, I, I've talked about that a lot. I, I've talked about that a lot, man, is, is look, you, you can value your guys. And let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair here. Guys, I always say this. I'm a Yankee fan first, but I'm not a biased fan. I'm going to tell you the truth. The Yankees have overvalued a shit ton of prospects since I've been alive. Anybody disagree with that? Can anybody disagree with that? The Yankees have overvalued a shit ton of prospects. Other teams got to see the value. If they don't, it doesn't matter how highly valuable we think they are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We could think that these guys are the greatest thing since sliced bread. Other teams could look at it and go, no, not interested. I don't see it. I don't see what you guys see. I don't see that. I don't see that potential that you guys are talking about. I don't I don't see it. I don't like Keith Law. I think Keith Law has been wrong on a lot of things when it comes to Yankee prospects. I don't think he was extremely high on Aaron Judge. I think he was very high on Anthony Volpe, which I always told I, I am not that high. I think he could be very good. I don't think he's Derek Jeter. I don't think he's a 300 hitter. He was very high on him. He got Spencer Jones not even as a top 100 prospect. He got only three Yankees in the top 100. I could tell you who those guys are right now. I had it pulled up earlier. Here it is. He had Jason Dominguez ranked number 21, Everson Pereira ranked number 63, and Roderick Arias ranked number 98. Chase Hampton and Will Warren. Didn't even make his top 100. They didn't even make his top 100. Matt Crook is being traded, according to Johnny Almonte. Let me see if I get the actual update of what that deal is here. But that would make sense. Matt Crook has no reason to be on a 40-man roster. So that makes all the sense in the world that Matt Crook would be one of those guys. Uh, Let's see. I don't have any update here yet. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to show you guys on the screen here also. Let me take a look at this one. Let me make this bigger so you guys can see. One second, guys. There we go. Let me switch this over. Uh, this is from Max Goodman. An updated look at the Yankees bullpen. Clay Holmes, Johnny Lasagna. Johnny Lasagna. Tommy Canely, Ian Hamilton, Victor Gonzalez, Caleb Ferguson, Scott Efros, and Luke Weaver. That's probably the right set right now. And then the arms you'll have in the minor leagues ready to go. Ron Marinaccio, Matt Gage, Cody Morris, Cody Petit, and Nick Ramirez. Nick Ramirez is still there. So that could be what the Yankees' potential um, bullpen could look like. Honestly, not, not bad at all. Not bad at all. I mean, they took two... 
Dodgers lefty relievers and said, hey, we'll take them. We'll take them. Switch them on over here. Uh, Johnny, where did you see that? It was Matt Crook. I don't see anything um, loaded up here yet or showing me that Crook was the deal. Then again, it could be I'm just not seeing it. But if it is Matt Crook, that makes sense. He's on the 40-man. The Yankees don't have don't have a spot for him. It doesn't make sense to have him on there. Um, or whatever. My connect told me Matt Crook. Okay, well, I could see Matt Crook. So there's no guarantee, folks, just so everybody's aware. There's no guarantee that Matt Crook is the name. But it would make sense. He is a 4A type guy. Doesn't have the stuff that I see coming out of a major league bullpen. So I, I could definitely see it being Matt Crook. But... Uh, no evidence on that yet. We'll know exactly what it is at some point. Let me see if I got any other voicemails loaded in here. Let's double check. Bada bing, bada boomski. We do have one. Let's go ahead and play that, and then we're going to wrap up, guys. Hey, Pete. It's Justin from the West Coast. Um, just calling in because we all know Blake Snell's like, should be the number one target. But other than the pitchers that we've talked about, be a trade like Dylan Cease, Mm. Uh, Beaver, all those guys, and other free agents that we've already discussed. Is there any other trade that you can make besides Lazardo, besides Perez, all those guys? What other trade that is legitimately possible mm. or free agent signings that is legitimately possible that could not make you go, oh, that's it, we're done, we're World Series champs. It's more of makes us a little more content and solidified about the feeling of the rotation, the bullpen, and or the lineup. The Tony mm. Kemp thing, yeah, cool. Bench player, utility player, phenomenal glove. Lefty bat, tiny guy. Sure, 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 cool. But is that the moves that they're talking about? I mean, I thought they were talking about the rotation or the bullpen, like adding a couple arms or not. But I could just just heard it wrong. But just, just your opinion on other than the trades and free agents that we've talked about, who – would you be like content with the signing? Thanks, Pete. That is a great voicemail, uh, Justin. I just wish it was done a little earlier because I'll be honest with you, brother. Like that that's a great one. Um, I'm trying to think right now. To me, it would still be the rotation. Even I, I I said it the other day, even if the Yankees added another four or five type guy, I'd be a little more excited. Um, and not, don't get me confused, not Luke Weaver. I like Luke Weaver, but I like him with the way he is. I like him being that swingman type role. Um, I'm talking about a 405 who has started yearly in the major leagues. And a guy that could come in and you say, you know what? He could pencil in for innings. Um, he could be pretty decent. Um, I don't know who that person is. I, I'll be honest with you. I also haven't given it much thought to be real with you. So I really do want to answer your question. I'm trying to think right now. Uh, let me let me do this really quickly before we wrap up today's show. Let me see if I could. Uh, let's go here. Let me look at these clubs real quick, and, and maybe I can give you an answer. Uh, I'm going to start in the National League. Let's see. You said no, my, not Miami, something different. Um... Man, I don't know. It's so tough. I always tend to look at pitchers that, uh, or or teams that Brian Cashin would trade with. Um, 
Damn, I, I, I'll be honest with you, brother. You kind of got me stumped here. I don't know. Mitch Keller would be great, but I don't see them trading them. Mitch Keller's a guy I talked about a lot. He would make a shit ton of sense. I don't see the I don't see the Pirates dealing Mitch Keller. Um, after having such a good year, 200 plus strikeouts, really turning into his own. Uh, Johan Aviedo, I was told, is injured, so that doesn't really work well because he's a guy that has great stuff and would be an awesome pickup for the Yankees. I would love that move, but I believe he's injured. Uh, that is also from the Pirates. That was a move I thought would have made a lot of sense. But I, I think he's actually out with an injury, so that wouldn't make as much sense. But maybe, maybe uh, in the next episode or later this week, I'll look into that a little bit more and, and give you a better answer. Oh, uh, wow. The Yankees have traded Matt Gage. Matt Gage has been traded. So they just pick up Matt Gage and they deal him. So Matt Gage goes to the Dodgers as part of that trade. There's probably going to be one more name in that deal. So very interesting that the Yankees pick up Matt Gage and go ahead and deal him. Uh, I liked Matt Gage. Matt Gage had pretty solid stuff. I know me and Dane were both pretty high on him. Caleb Ferguson has a lot more experience and success at the major league level. So I'm also okay with that. So Matt Gage is part of the deal according to... Joe Sherman, there's probably going to be another name added in that deal. So as of right now, John Heyman says Matt Gage goes to the Dodgers. There's probably going to be one more name added. We don't have that right now. But guys, uh, we are going to wrap up today's show. The Yankees do make a trade. They do improve their bullpen. Don't get me wrong. Caleb Ferguson, not the sexiest name, guys. Coming out of the pen, he got a last, what was it, a 90-something innings. He got a two-something ERA uh, coming out of the bullpen alone. So I don't think you could be too upset about that. He's done it. He's been there. He's done it. So, guys, with that being said, we are out. Have a great rest of your day. Nothing but love and respect to each and every one of you guys. You guys are amazing. God bless you all. And I will see you all a little bit later. Peace, guys. Talk to you then. Thank you so much. Can't make a promise, but I do my best. 25 sitting on 25 racks. Just got started, no, we ain't done yet. But a new crib, that's a goddamn flex. A goddamn flex. Sign that check. Told them last year that I've been up next. Can't take calls, but I send that text. From way downtown, but it's just still wet.